ATV Talk, the podcast. Sit down with your host industry professional, Leonard Duncan, as the men and women from the ATV world bring their behind-the-scenes stories to life. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And remember, dream big. It could be your story one day. GBC Power Sports Tires, a division of Green Ball Corp, has been producing industry-leading tires for ATV side-by-side market for over 25 years with tires like Mongrel, Dirt Devil, TerraMaster, XC Master, Dirt Commander, and Groundbuster. They have a tire for your application. Top racers from GNCC, Works, and Best in the Desert rely on GBC Power Sports tires. So why shouldn't you? Go check them out at gbctires.com to see the full line of tires they offer. Thank you very much. TPR Stabilizer, a leader in steering dampener technology, brings you the new Q5 Sport ATV damper with better control and handling with an upgraded vane and seal system. Go check it out today, www.gprstabilizers.com or call 619-661-0101. Don't forget to tell them ATV Talks Hey everybody, welcome to ATV Talk. Uh, I'm Leonard Duncan, your host, and I have three historic ladies with me today. The WMX was in Daytona for the first time to create an amazing portion of history in our sport. Uh, the three ladies that are with me are Andrea Berger, Neve Shaw, and Kez- Kenzie Osborne. If I said that wrong, correct me later. Um, but it's amazing. Thank you, ladies, for joining me. And let's go over what it was like for the historic event in Daytona. I know there was some weather and there were other things that were going on that I don't have all the backstory on. Um, well, I guess, uh, so we got there on Monday, the Monday, uh, leading up to us racing. It, I thought the weather was gorgeous. And then Monday night, um, heaven just let it go. Um, where it just rained. I think it was like 9 PM rained all the way up till 1 PM, 1 AM in the morning. Um, and like what Shaw was saying before, and Eve was saying before, but we got up pretty early, uh, take a go, take a look at the track. And it was, uh, standing lakes everywhere on the track. Yeah. I think we needed jet skis pretty much. Yep. Like we should have, we should have brought our jet skis instead of quads. A couple floaties. <laughs> yeah. You needed your life jacket too. Did, 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 so, you, get, did you guys get around? Get... You could have drowned in one part of the track. Almost. Wow. Did you guys hear what Chad Weenan told me? Nah. No. One of the guys in the track maintenance crew forgot to open the drains. No. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was pretty crazy, right? <laughs> Well, that's not the worst conditions you guys have ever raced in before, is it? Um, raced in worse. Kenzie? I mean, uh, after I, the fact, I mean, after they got all the water and whatnot off this track, it was fine. I mean, they did yeah. the best they could, but like, I wouldn't, I don't think I would have gone out there. I mean, it was like river crossings out there, but wider. Oh, that's crazy. Worse track i've ever raced was um sunset ridge in 2019 oh yeah when kept all the ponds and water there and everything because i couldn't do anything about it but yeah i think that was the worst do you agree with that neve i didn't get to race in 2019 so i didn't get to experience that which i'm pretty happy (laughs) about (laughs) hey i'm not doing you ladies justice Andrea, introduce yourself and tell everybody who you are. I'm Andrea Berger. I am. I won the WMX class uh, the last three years and going for a fourth, at least attempting to. Neve, introduce yourself. My name is Neve Shaw. I won the WMX class in 2018, sat out 19, and then have been runner-up the last two years. Don't sound so excited. 
<laughs> Kinsey? Uh, my name's Kinsey Osborne. I've been racing the schoolgirl class for the past three years. And now I'm on a 450, so we'll see what happens. You're in the pro class now with the big girls. Yeah. Excellent. Turn your volume up just a little bit more for me, okay? It, it, what did it mean to you guys to be invited to Daytona? Neve, why don't you take this one? So I got to race there in 2015 when they had like um, some amateur classes there. And I raced there in 2018. WMX actually raced there. Um, it was, that was the last year we got to amateur classes, got to race there. So for me, I mean, I've already experienced it. So I kind of came in there. It wasn't like such a huge deal for me, but I mean, it was still cool. Kenzie, what did you think of going to Daytona? Well, it was my first race on a 450, but I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, never gotten to have a full gate for the women's class ever, like ever me ever racing, I guess. But yeah, I liked it a lot. You had a pretty good time out there. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. I, I wish I could look at it as, yeah, it was fun. I got to watch a portion of it and you looked pretty aggressive. I didn't get to see the beginning. Uh, so I didn't, I missed what happened with you in the beginning, Neve. All I did see was the battle between Andrea and Kenzie for the most part. Yeah, I was in the back. Uh, my starts were terrible. Was it conditions? No, I just, I don't know. I just... That's probably the worst starts of my entire career there. I don't know what, I don't know what was going on. Just wasn't my day, I guess. Well, you rode well and you battled back to, to a solid third. So it was a good deal. Yeah, it was, it was pretty hard. Um, with just mainly one line, it was hard to get past some of those girls. And then unfortunately lappers got in the way and it kind of, kind of ended there. Was there anything other specific that went on in the, in the race day that, that you guys couldn't put a finger on as far as <clears throat> your heat races? Did they do any qualifying for you guys? Yeah, we actually got to do time qualifying, which was the first time we've ever done that, which was pretty cool. Yeah. I thought that was pretty sweet to do. Uh, definitely something I want to do again if possible, but uh, yeah, I it's think pretty it was sweet. Cool to do. Did the organization treat you like the professionals you are? Um, I, I, I actually, I think they, um, I thought they were pretty decent towards us. Um, to be all honest, I mean, they, in the writers meeting on Monday night, I, Harv was asking us questions and I thought just being included on everything was kind of nice. I don't know what your take was on it, Kinsey, but, or Shaw. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was good. I mean, I don't think any bad things stood out. Do, do you feel any pressure rolling into the professional class uh, with the gals or do you, do you have any, um, do, do, do you see anybody giving you a hard time or are you just rolling in and now you're one of the gals? I'm, I'm just doing my own thing. I'm not really putting much pressure on myself, but I mean, I still have some, some sort of goal. But well, is your goal the number one plate? Um, as of right now, no. Really? Where, where do you see yourself going with the uh, pro class? Uh, top three. Nice. Well, you put a big stamp on it. You put a big stamp on it. How many girls were on the gate with you? Was it 16? Yeah, I believe 18 signed up, but 16 showed up. Yeah, I think that's right. And that's the biggest gate, Kinsey, you've ever seen for a class for you in the, in the women's division? Yeah, I've never. Uh, the only times I've raced a full gate is 250 mod class. I think it was two seasons ago. Yeah. <clears throat> That's pretty good turnout for the class, isn't it, Andrea? Yeah, I would say that's that's a very good 
uh, turnout for the WMX class. When you guys go to an outdoor, what do you normally get? <sighs> Probably. I'm sorry, Neve, I couldn't hear you. 10 to 12, usually, around that area, around that number. I think we averaged like 10 last year, like from all the rounds. I think that's what the paper said in the meeting. Yep. How did you guys fare in time qualifying? Go ahead, Neve. Um, I, I got first, and then I think it was Andrea, then Kinsey, right? Yep, yeah, you were hauling out there. Like, I in just practice, I had a blast. Like, I was just like, <laughs> it was oh, so I fun. I don't know. I, uh, I put big tires on, so I was fighting in all the corners and I was like hopping out of the ruts and whatnot. Oh, yeah, hopping out of the climbing them up, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. So that wasn't fun for me. I was struggling with that. And I just, I like, you're just fighting. Yeah. Fighting. Yeah. So you were definitely hauling. Yeah, we almost that. put big tires on, but I don't know. We were debating. Mm -hmm. I almost put big tires on for the main event after it rained. I almost wish I did so I could get in the slop and pass. Right. And that, that was like a, another thing that was concerning too. Like we, my dad and I, we went to, went up to look at the track right before we were up and I'm like, after the whole shot, we should be okay. But then looking at pro sport, they had it way worse than us. Yeah. Yeah. Kenzie, you were going to say something? Oh, I was just going to say how I think I got stuck like three times in qualifying. Well, I mean, the track wasn't even bad. It was just stupid decisions by me and getting stuck behind others, too. Well, there was that pile up in that one corner where there was like six of them stuck. I don't know if you were in it or not, but there yeah, was like gloves. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh my God. I came around through there. We had to like cut the track and everything. Yeah. yeah. That whole like section was just like blocked. I was like, oh my Jesus. Did they, did they do any track maintenance before your race at all? Mm, yeah, they did actually. They did like certain sections. Some places, some places after qualifying got super deep. Like mm -hmm. some of the ruts were like super deep. What, how did the heat races break down for you guys? It was, it was way different. Like it was all kitty wampus. We had uh, Manny Trawler finished first. I think, she, I don't think she got the whole shot. I think, um, oh, McKaylee did. McKaylee did. McKaylee Van Vanton Bantam um, got the whole shot. She led for a couple laps, and then she had some bike issues. And Madison Troller ended up getting a number one. I actually stalled in one of the corners, and then uh, I think I was on second or third lap, and a lot of, a lot of girls got past me during that, so I had to work, work my way back up. Where'd you end up? Where'd you end up? I think third. Candy, where'd you get in your qualifier? I got second. So the thing was, I forget who it was. Someone broke down in the turn before the rollers and I was right behind them and I just managed to miss them and not get stuck behind them. But it took me more time to get around them than it did Maddie to come in on the inside. And that's where she got the lead. Yep. And that's where I actually stalled. It was right behind that one girl that got stuck in the corner. Neve, how'd you do in the qualifier? Awful. <laughs> um, so I had off the start, I had Andrea to my left and Kinsey to my right. And Andrea pulled the biggest wheelie I think I've ever seen like 12 o'clock this thing. And I was just, I don't know. I think I was just in awe and I was just like watching her. So then I like ended up in the back. So I came from like 12th to fourth, but, uh, the track was better. So like you could actually get around and pass people a little bit better instead of like the main event or it was slop, like you could actually get to the side. So I actually, uh, caught back up and I actually, uh, caught back up to Andrea there at the end. I think I was like a second or two seconds behind her at the finish line. Yeah. We were all like bunched up right at the end. Right at the end. Yeah, Cause I think it was like, not even half a second between the top three. Cause they were like, literally you could probably put, not put a piece of paper between all three of them when they came across. Mm -hmm. They were so, so tight. 
did you guys go and walk the track before the main event to see how bad it really was? We weren't able to go on the track before the main event. They had a uh, vintage bikes racing in between our motos. Did that make the course worse for you guys? No, I don't know. From, I don't think so. I think there was more quad ruts than dirt bike ruts on the track. Mm-hmm. And they only had three classes of ATVs, correct? Yes. Yeah, but they were all stacked. Yeah, they what almost the pro sport was a full gate. Full gate, yeah. They had technically they had 33 people signed up and they had two heats, two qualifyings, one 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 main event with 20 people on the gate. Didn't something happen in that main event? A lot of things happened in that main event. <laughs> okay. You know, that, that believe it or not, that's the one race that I got the least amount of information. When I was trying to uh, watch what was going on, I was also trying to work and man the phones and take care of my job. And um, I didn't get to see anything that happened in that race. Oh, it was, that was a very good race. Um, not good race, but like carnage, I would say the track was pretty rough. It was still super wet because it did end up raining again throughout the day. Uh, so it was wet again. It was hard to pass. Um, I think right after the whole shot, there was a good group of guys that ended up getting bunched up. Um, on one, I think one of the wall jumps, um, yeah, I saw a video. Um, I think Rip It Up Films posted it. Uh, all, it was at least like six, seven bikes that got piled up there after the first turn. Were they leaders or were they back markers? Mid-pack. Runners, yeah. Wow. Well, there was there was Molander was there, I know. Kaz Marzik was in it. Can't, yeah. I think Shadow was in it. There's a couple that could have been, could have potentially won that that were stuck there for a while but the rest were kind of more mid-pack riders mm-hmm. so they they didn't kind of ended their day pretty much pretty much yeah wow so what was your mindset andrea going into daytona um it was well honestly um coming into the season it's been a little bit of an emotional roller coaster for me. Um, I guess this is the most I've ever been stressed coming into this season. So coming into Daytona, I was like, all right, I wonder where I'm going to line up with everyone else. Cause I know, I think Shaw has been down t- um, training her knees been training uh, for a couple of weeks now down at Decker's. And I think Kenzie or Kenzie has been down to Decker's as well, but I think me and her probably got as much training in. Uh, yeah pan it all out so I was my mindset was just to be able to hang on for Daytona um and see just uh work my hardest I guess give them my all yeah that is it is it weather related or bike not being finished related um a little bit was bike related I didn't get my head for my engine, um, until two weeks before we had to leave or before two weeks, um, Keaton and everyone else was leaving. So I was a little nervous about getting the quad done. Um, but weather wise, I knew I wasn't going to be able to practice until I got to Florida, which I ended up going down there a couple of days beforehand and training at Deckers. Kinsey, how much does your school affect your racing? Um, I just got a abs- absence notice from my school on email about me missing five days already, and I can only miss seven. So it's going pretty great. <laughs> it sounds like it's not not going to be a fun year, huh? Yeah, if I get if I miss more than seven, I think I get a Saturday school. I might just have to accept that. Everybody's <laughs> dream, right? Yeah. Did Did your school go back to full time? In, in, in school learning? Yeah, we did at the start of this school year. When you were racing last year, I don't mean to get off track with Daytona. When you were racing last year, uh, 
in school was out, did it affect you at all? Uh, no, not really. I mean, a lot of the times if we did try to go back to school, it just got shut down like two weeks later. So we were online. So it wasn't much in the way. Is the weather bad where you live as well? Uh, yeah, it just snowed yesterday here. And other than that, it rains every other day. And then the next day it's like 70 degrees and then it snows again. So your training schedule is all off all over the church as well. Yeah. Hopefully I'll be able to head over to a track not far from here, but right now it's not looking too good. So how was it when you went into Daytona being that it was your first pro race and you really didn't know what to expect from the other girls. How were your emotions? Uh, I tried to keep myself calm. I just was like, it's okay, relax. And my only goal was really to finish the race and not get stuck. And I would have been happy. So you were even more ecstatic that you were on the podium. Yeah, it was like a bonus, I guess. That's freaking what I wanted to hear. Neve, I know you've been training um, and you're trying to work some, some different things in. Uh, how was it for you as far as preparation? Uh, so luckily I got to go down to Jackie training facility uh, about two, three weeks before Daytona. I was supposed to go down there way before that, but things didn't go as planned. So uh, I got to go down there. We rode almost every day. I think I didn't ride, but three days. Um, we did some testing down there with some new stuff for the bike. Um, got some new shocks, which absolutely love now. I feel way better on my bike. Um, I only got those um, like the Thursday before Daytona. Pretty much just slapped them on there. And my bike feels so much better. Like, I don't know, I feel back in my mojo that I used to be in when, like in 2018. So I think that's going to be good for me this year. Um, but, uh, prepper, I was been, uh, working out a little bit more this year. So that's been helping out. I got my trainer here in town. That's been kicking my butt. So, uh, I think this year we're coming in a little bit more prepared than we did last year, but, uh, yeah, that's excellent. So, so you were pretty solid mentally getting ready for the day. Yeah, I was pretty solid, you know, um, I just really wanted to survive. Once we saw the track, I was like, man, just a podium would just be great to get out of here safe and not hurt. Um, cause I mean, anything could happen when there's 16 of us out there, you know, somebody could, you just don't never know what could happen, but, uh, just getting out safe and on the podium was pretty much my goal. Um, after we've seen the conditions, but, uh, yeah. That's awesome. Okay. I want you guys to do this. I'm going to do this in stages with you. I want you to break down the, the main event for me, the start, how things went through the start. Neve, I know you're going to have a lot to tell us. Um, <laughs> Andrea, why don't you start us off with what it was like when the gate dropped for you? All right. So first off, um, we didn't tell you this yet, but oh, in yeah. our heat race, the gate stopped working. Um, the valve that, or the actuator that, um, holds the gate up, that valve was, um, stuck in one position and wasn't working correctly. So we had to do flag starts. Um, and during that flag start, it was like racing cross country. <laughs> um, but for, for the main, we were still doing flag starts at that point with the gates down, um, hearts racing, um, he pulls the flag and I shot off and my whole shot. I ended up getting the whole shot. Um, it was one of my favorite whole shots I would say at, or during my race career. Cause I just felt so good. It felt, I felt really good coming off the gate all the way around. Um, what else is there? And then I just, for me, it was clear sailing up until maybe the third or second lap where we started hitting lap riders already. Um, and then we, uh, Kinsey started, um, it was right behind me by, by that time. And I just tried riding smart, not make any mistakes and, um, just hit all my marks and hit all my points. 
Kenzie, when you came off the gate, how was it for you? Well, I'm usually I usually get terrible starts, but that was on a 250. So I I guess I just the 450 just feels different. I like it a lot better. All that power. I mean, at Decker's practicing, I was I had to fight it to like not wheelie, like. So it was just nice having that power, and I just I mean, I don't really know much of the technical stuff to it, but I managed to get third out of the whole shot both times. But other than that, I was just, I was trying to conserve my energy during the race. And I kept creeping up on Andrea, but then she would pull away from me in certain sections that she was stronger in. And I just, I don't know, I guess I just need to work on my endurance because I, I was getting tired like halfway through. Who was in third? Who who came out second? Um, I'm not sure. Sh- yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Well, I'm going to get to you just in a second here, Neve. Um, when I was watching it. Oh, wait. Portion- yeah, it is. Go ahead. Sorry. It was Ellie Roush. Okay. Ellie Roush got second out of the shot. And how long did it take for you to get around her? I'd say halfway through towards the end of first lap. Pretty quick then. You you you, you worked by that. Yeah. And where did you pass her at? Uh, it was right, it was like through the rollers or right after the rollers in that turn. Okay. Just, just made a, just made a place and went by. Yeah. Actually, wait, no, now that I remember it, it was right after that turn before the finish line. Okay. Sure. Okay. When the main straightaway as you come towards the finish line, when you, when you're watching it, when we were watching it on TV or on our phones or whatever you want to call it, you would gain on the straightaway towards the finish and then lose after that turn, after that left-hand turn, that's where Andrea would pull away. Yeah. Every time you'd gain all that ground back, right in that one section and then the gap would go back to where it was mm-hmm. yeah, i think the rats were definitely beating me up right yeah, and, and yeah. in that set in that section there's like a like a dip down and you land on this hump and your suspension kinsey works phenomenally like phenomenal in that in that section like i tried doing what you did and i like almost crashed my brains out um so uh whatever you were doing in that section you were definitely faster and yeah no i that was one area where i was not very good yeah it didn't seem like the rear end soaked it up very well uh for me i think it was just for my suspension i've been working on my suspension uh for a while now but i think it was just too soft in that section that's that's true okay neve here you go. You're in the spotlight now. Um, how was it for you coming off the line? So it was way better than the heat race. I want to say I was in like seventh this time and not like 12th, which is a little bit better. Not where we want to be, but we uh, come around the first corner. I think I passed one person in the first corner. So I was in like sixth. But um, there was a couple that it probably took me two or three laps to get up to third but uh also around the first turn where they once you get to the first turn you go down to that next uh left hander that little table right there they changed for the main event because that straightaway that we used to go down was like flooded so uh maddie trower was in front of me and she hits that table like normal and not to like the left and she sends it into the lake and I'm just sitting back here like oh my god like she's about to go swimming in this lake down here so she didn't know that it like made a hard left now because I guess she didn't go look at the track but she just sent it over into this big lake of water I was like oh my gosh but um so that was a pass I got I got past her but she's hard to pass like She's one of the hardest people to pass on the track, I feel like. But then I think I was in like fifth or sixth in, 
And um, it took me probably two laps to get past Holly Carroll, which I forget where I passed her now, but um, I got around her. Then I think I had to get around Ellie, which I think I passed down the uh, right after the finish line. And then I had to, uh, Andrea and Kinsey had already gotten away from the rest of them. So I had to catch back up. I think I finally caught back up within about the halfway point or a little after the halfway point. And then we got into some pretty bad lap traffic. I got stuck behind two girls that literally would not move out of my way. I was literally about to blow my bike up in every single corner, like revving it. And then I started screaming as well. Like I didn't have a voice really after the race because I don't, I couldn't get past them because they like they wouldn't move over they wouldn't get out of the race line or nothing and i didn't really see any blue flags which kind of sucked for me because they weren't waving any even though i was in third so that kind of sucked but um just trying to get to the lap traffic sucked for me and i lost like 18 seconds on the last lap because i come around right before the rollers and i kid you not there's like eight lappers in front of me before the finish line. And I'm just like, I give up. Like, I was like, there's one more corner left. The other two are literally at the finish line. There's no way I'm going to get any better position than what I'm in. And then fourth was like half a lap behind me. So I kind of just got screwed by the lappers, which I mean, if I would have got a better start, maybe I would have been closer and I could have got by the lappers when um, Kinsey and Andrea got by him. But just sucked because uh i know i had the speed to be up there with them when i was watching it andrea and kinsey caught the lappers and the gap to third closed rapidly okay you 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 didn't close it to it was so it was closed you got within five seconds yeah and you were you were on the same straightaway and then those lappers that they got by were the lappers that you couldn't get by. Yeah. And no, no blue flags. Um, no blue flags at all. I was so mad. Like even like a lot of the girls know, like there was a couple girls that would just completely get out of the way. Cause they knew, but some others they just, they didn't care. I was like, and you couldn't like get off to like the side to pass them because it was so much slop. Like you'd be sucked into the mud. Like before the rollers, um, on like the first or second lap, I got sucked out and almost off the track right there because it was so sloppy. That's unreal. I was watching it. Uh, Kenzie, did you benefit because Andrea would get by them? Were you watching her lines to, to squeak by? Because right there at one point, you looked like you were not going to make it and you got by to keep the gap the same. Oh, yeah, 100%. I followed Andrea everywhere. I mean, I didn't, there wasn't really many choices for me other than to take her lines because the alternative would have been just me getting stuck behind them. So, yeah, I just followed her pretty much. <laughs> Don't you love that answer, Andrea? Yep. I guess, uh, that's one way of learning, right? Hey, you know, you, you were, you were carving the path and she just was rolling along behind you. Yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that's so awesome. Kenzie, you're a delight, you know, because you're just so brutally honest and I love it. You know, uh, Neve, do you, did you go to the track officials at all and ask them what was going on afterwards? No, it probably wouldn't have been very pretty. I probably, I was so ate up after the race. It would have been better for me to just keep my mouth shut. Do you get the same crew people in, at the next race in Texas or will it be different? Like officials? Yes. Yeah, they're the same officials. So will you go talk to them in Texas? Um, I'm probably going to talk to Kevin about that because, I mean... I know we probably won't have it because anymore with like the blue flags because we're going to be on bigger tracks. Like it sucked because we were on such a narrow track and the track was just one line. Like there weren't many corners where you could take a different option, but uh, 
I'm definitely going to talk to Kevin and just say like, like for future reference, if we do race there again, like, Hey, like, uh, we need a little bit more of blue flag courtesy. Cause honestly, I don't even think they knew who the leaders were and what, because I never really seen a blue flag wave. I even watched the video back, um, on racer TV and I barely seen any blue flag waving. I believe there were blue flags in the men's pro class. Excuse me. I believe there were blue flags in the men's class. Yeah. I seen blue flags in the, in the pro class, but there was, I think one time they waved the blue flag over the finish line, maybe, but for our class, cause they said that we would have blue flag assistance out there, but I never really seen any. Yeah. That's a shame that that, that would have helped you greatly. Uh, whether you could have done anything with it from that point, it, it's kind of hard to say because it was so, it was so one line. Yeah. It kind of sucked, but if you could change anything about your weekend, Kenzie, what would you change? And we lost uh, you there for a second. I would change the amount of rain we got. <laughs> we all want the rain to stop, but that's not going to happen. Uh, as far as the event or the race or something like that, did, did, did something stand out that you could have changed in your performance to change your finishing position? Um, I would say the section where Andrea pulled away from me, if I just pushed a little more, I wasn't so focused on passing her. I was just focused on like my arms and hanging on. So hopefully next round I can um, be stronger and ready for the next step. You think the bigger tracks are going to uh, be more of a hindrance for you or a, or a, or a help? Uh, I would say a little bit of both. I don't like small tracks at all, um, but big tracks, I mean, I'd say they helped me more than they didn't help me. Andrea, what would you have changed in, in your race to possibly, well, it's kind of hard to beat first, but um, to maybe change your uh, weekend events? Um, I'm not, I guess I'm not hundred percent sure on that. I, I wish I didn't get as much arm pump. I had horrible arm pump through like, even like during our qualifier and it just never went away. So uh, maybe if I wouldn't have switched to the big tires, maybe I wouldn't have gone such bad arm pump and that way it could have been a little bit harder through my heat race and um, also in my main event. Did you, did you switch back to the little tires or you ran? I did. Okay. Yes. I only ran them during qualifying. And, and you were the only one in the class to try them. Oh, I'm not sure. Uh, did you guys notice anything or anyone else running them? I didn't pay attention. Uh -oh. I know a lot of pro sport guys and uh, pro, uh, pro riders did, but. <laughs> I asked, um, Chad about running the big tires and he told me that it would upset the suspension settings that you have and cause the bike not to handle the way you're normally used to the characteristics and would affect your overall ride is why he didn't do it. Mm -hmm. I could definitely see that. Uh, I definitely felt that, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't do it often unless it's a real mud race, I guess. I do practice with it just in case. Do you do some woods racing also? Oh yeah. Yeah. So you go ahead. Sorry. I raced Ironman last year and then did a couple local uh, GNCC or cross country events. So you're semi used to running the bigger tire. You're right. Yeah. Okay. And Neve, you didn't seem to, seem to think that the bigger tire was going to help you. Uh, me and my dad talked about it. We were really, we were debating. We were like, we don't, we didn't know if we should, we should not. Um, we ended up not doing it just because I don't know. It was more harder base underneath all the slop. 
and like the top of the berms are pretty harder. So we're like, if we can get up on the berms, I don't foresee it being an issue of with the smaller tires, which honestly, I probably ride faster with bigger tires on. Don't know why, but every time I put the big tires on, it's like, I don't know. My dad says I look faster with the big tires, but you, you, might, you might want to do some testing with that and see where it works out. <laughs> see, I I've been doing a little bit of GNCC racing around home, the local ones, but, uh, been fun just to get some riding in. Have you got to go up against Hannah hunt, Hannah hunt. Uh, Hannah no, that girl is wicked. I've seen videos of her. Like there's no way I'd go that fast in the woods. I would deck a tree. Like, that kid so decatry, like she's freaking badass. That kid can ride. Yeah, it ruined my desire to have a comeback. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because I can't. I could never ride that good. I was watching her ride a two fifty R in a video, and I was just like, "This is insane." This yeah, guy can, that guy can ride. <laughs> I wanted to do an actual GNCC this year. I might. We might go to Ironman. We've been talking about it, so. I want to, I want to go back there too. I've been, I was there once in the very beginning when it became Ironman, but I haven't been back. So Kinsey, do you do much work uh, training with different size tires or in different environments other than motocross? Uh, you know, my dad always like changes up things on my bike and asks me if it feels better. And I just tell him, I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't notice a difference ever. Sometimes I'll just say yes to make him happy, but I don't, I can't tell a difference and I've never been to a GNCC or ridden at one, but I think it'd be cool to experience it. You know, you do know your dad's going to listen to this. Yeah, I know. Okay. (laughs) I just want to make sure you knew that, that this goes out into the public and you know, I don't, I don't want him calling me later going, Hey, what were you doing? <laughs> that's, that's a good classic answer, but you know what? That really gives um, you a working point to go out and try some of that stuff so that you can get a feel for it and, and see how the machine responds. Because you got to know sometimes like, like Chad told me and, and, and Andrea knows that, it changes the way the bike responds and you have to be able to be ready for that. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's pretty awesome ladies. And I wish you'd have told me Neve, that you guys raced there before um, because I thought it was the first time that the WMX had gotten to go to Daytona. I didn't know that they had been there before. Yeah. They, when they started going to Daytona, they had more classes than just a pro. And then I think 19, it just went pro only. But yeah, 2018 was such a better track. I don't know. This year, the tr- besides from the rain, I still feel like the track kind of was really tame. Like there was no jumps. Like the biggest jump was the finish line. And it was like, I don't know. It was so small. Like it was the easiest jump probably to get over. Did you but, get, uh, did, did your what? come off the ground? Barely. Exactly. But uh it's just sucked because we kind of just got like a crappy racetrack. I don't know. I feel like if it like years past we've had so much better better looking tracks that actually you could actually get some air and stuff. But like when I went in 2015 when I was still on a super mini, the finish line jump, oh not the finish line. Yeah, it was a finish line. It was huge. Like it was like a single to the table. And I was scared to death to hit it. And I hadn't been hitting it like all day in practice. And I got second off the start in super mini class. And there was like the whole gate was stacked with like these fast boys. Like I'm pretty sure Bryce Ford was in it. And I was like, if I don't jump this jump, I'm going to get landed on by all these boys. So I just had to like send it and it scared me, but I lived and I got to hit it the rest of the day. But, you know, I've, I feel like the track could have been better, but it is what it is. Well, Chad Weenan agrees with you. He was, not. I think a lot of people agree. Everybody I've talked to said the track just sucked all around anyways, even if it didn't rain. Yeah. Well, if they, oh, sorry. If they would have kept the track from what it looked like on Monday, 
Um, yeah. like the rhythm section was different. The, the wall jump was better. I thought, um, I think the track would have been a lot better, but I think it would have been more fun. Yeah. But even with the rain, it still would have sucked. Yeah. It would have sucked. I just, they took every bit of peakiness away from the track. Like everything was literally rolled over. Mm-hmm. Which kind Dad of also told me that that was a new track prep people. Uh, yeah. I can see same, that. You didn't have the same guys. Yeah. And, and the first year that the only year that I've been there, I thought the track was, <laughs> was built for a higher level and they had amateurs there and you just had to be on your toes. The rhythm sections were big. The jumps were big. It was aggressive. It was an aggressive track for the ATVs. And I thought it was outstanding. It was showing what you guys can really do on sport quads that the motorcycle guys don't think you can do, but obviously they never came and watched. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. Kind of like what we were saying. I think if the track was uh, prepped differently, which I think in the future, they might not have us combined with uh, the vintage bikes and they might, might paint or do the track differently uh, next year. So we'll have to see. That's, that's at least what it sounded like from Carrie. I believe if you take the vintage motorcycle group out of there, they're going to give you a different skill level track. That's going to make it better for you. Um, you know, the weather, the, the, sometimes you just can't control it. It rains there and there's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in closing, ladies, is there anything that you want to convey to the fans that um, we didn't talk about or some, maybe a question that I missed. Um, Andrew, I'll start with you. No, go figures. I got nothing. I mean, uh, um, by all means, this was like one of the greatest opportunities for me, I guess though, for I've, I know shot or Neve has had the opportunity to go down there, but to be at Daytona and to race there and actually be in just that facility, it was, um, it was pretty amazing. So I thought that was a really cool experience just all the way around and to be able to do it. Neve. Yeah. Like Andrea said, I've been there two times already. So I kind of knew like what to expect and like all the hype and stuff that's around it. I mean, it's a really cool experience if you've never done it, but like for me, since I've already done it, I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's cool, you know, but, um, like for all these other ladies that haven't got to do it or when the, the classes weren't available for them to be able to race there. Um, I think it's just pretty cool. Like, cause I mean, you're in Daytona international speedway, like how many people can say they've gone in the infield and pitted in the, in, a the garages there. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. Like, cause you're literally hundreds of feet away from the racetrack, you know, like, this is pretty cool. And it's like its own town in there. Like you can get lost on those roads in there. Like if you take a wrong turn, you're like, you're going to need your GPS. Cause it's pretty big. <laughs> Kinsey, what was it like for you? Well, it was my first time ever at the speedway. So, I mean, it was obviously really, really cool. But like uh, Shaw said about getting lost, um, I got locked in the gates trying to go somewhere on my TRX 90 because they just closed them all on me all of a sudden. And I'm like, where do I go? And it was only like six o'clock. So it was barely even dark. And one time getting my award before I left, I put my pit quad where everyone walks in through like the main, the main way to go watch. And then I get my award and I come back and they shut the gate. So I had to walk like almost like a mile had to be around and out the back to come back to my pit quad to go back to my trailer. (laughs) You had to go around the yellow garages, right? Yeah. All the way around those. and Oh my gosh. That's a long way. That sucks. That's like where we exited the track. Yeah, it was there. But other than that, it was, it was fun. That's so awesome. I will say we got locked. We got locked in where we parked because they locked all those gates. Um, What was it? 
Sunday night and we were trying to go to the grocery store because we literally had no groceries and we had to like sneak out by the Sunoco garage. Like there was a gate, like you could barely fit a car through there. So we snuck out the side there and got to the road. But then the next night we came, tried to do that again and it was closed. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Mm. It's a so big you're kind of locked in there in a little jail. <laughs> Yeah, so it felt like, like we were like prisoners in there. Like, I hope nobody had an emergency because you'd have to like cut the gate out or something, freaking the chain around it. I think they had staff to take care of most of that, you know, to uh, to get you guys facilitated, you know, for that exact reason. They're not generally they're not allowed to lock you in without somebody being there to take care of you if there is a problem. So, but it is a pretty cool experience to to step out of your vehicle on the asphalt speedway. Cause I, we made sure to do that when the one year that I got to go, we stopped the vehicle and got out and just stood there and looked around for a minute. It was, it was pretty awesome. It's yeah. also pretty cool to drive it. When you come in, you drive right across the, the actual racetrack. Like you're literally on the racetrack. Yep. Like it's, it's so cool. Going under that, going under the tunnel that goes under the racetrack. Yeah, that was pretty cool too. Yeah, that was cool. Definitely honk the horn while driving through there. <laughs> the air horn. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. That's awesome. You know, I we got to go to the Supercross this Saturday night before, so you're sitting up in the stands, getting a view of what it was like looking down at the track. I know it was in the nighttime and it was the bikes, but you you, you still got a, a fairly good idea of what it was going to look like watching from the stands and the ATVs. I don't even know if anybody goes in, and watches in the stands. In none of the video, I didn't see anybody in the stands. So no, I don't think, uh, I don't think anyone was in the stands. Well, it was still in a, a historical thing and Ladies, I want to thank you so much. And I am so happy that you're getting the respect that you deserve and getting to participate in the events that you work so hard for. Great job. Congratulations to all of you for an outstanding performance. The team here at ATV Talk would love your feedback. Please email us at hello at ATVTalkPodcast.com. San Diego's Body Evolution and Wellness Center. With over 17 years experience, Dr. Heidi looking out after all your chiropractic needs and Coach PJ looking out after all your fitness needs. Visit our website, www.bodyevolution.org or call for an appointment, 619-987-8875. Duncan Technologies International. More than 33 years in the industries building racing programs and ATVs around the world. We build winners. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, don't forget to rate us on all the available platforms and share us with your loved ones. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook for more ATV Talk News. See you next time.